0: Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove, a local hour. We're talking all things EKU basketball, both men's and women's. We've got two great guests, Bree Crittenden from the women's team, Cooper Robb from the men's team. We're also going to discuss the Tuesday night ASUN opener for EKU men's basketball and more. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove local hour. <laughs> He looks, sends it the pocket, throws open receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to a new edition of the Sports Stove, a local hour presented by IPM Pest and Termites, Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals. Do you have spiders, centipedes, or any other kind of pests in your house? If you live here in Central Kentucky, IPM Pest and Termite is the company you need to go to. Find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Make sure you let them know the Sports Stove sent you if you end up giving them a shout. Welcome into this episode today. We've got two great guests for you. Uh, we're going to be talking with Bree Crittenden, the freshman guard for the EKU women's basketball team. We're also going to be talking to Cooper Robb, the guard from the men's team as well. Great conversation with both of them uh, here for you in just a couple of minutes. But first, congratulations is in order for Devontae Blanton, Tay-Tay Blanton, the freshman forward out of Ohio, uh, it's the ASUN player of the week award. His first ever honor, uh, for, uh, Eastern Kentucky within the ASUN basketball and men's program, uh, there for you. And so exciting for him. He had a great week, uh, up against, uh, Alice Lloyd. He had 29 points, 13 rebounds, three steals, two assists, and he recorded the most points and rebounds by Colonel this season. In that performance, that's what led to the Player of the Week Award for Devonte Blanton. So congratulations to tay and uh, continued great effort for him as well. Let's talk about uh, conference play as the ASUN Conference uh, and the Eastern Kentucky men's basketball team got, got kicking on Tuesday evening. And, well, it didn't go as well planned needless to say um EKU came out incredibly incredibly slow they could not hit anything to start the game they got they got off uh, uh, just to this i mean just painfully slow slow start they just couldn't hit anything uh, all the other stats the rebounds the uh turnovers the uh um, assists everything kind of was there equal with central arkansas but the the scoring was not they just couldn't hit anything Uh, There And we saw an interesting change of pace for Coach Hamilton. Uh, Three players still out, Braxton Beverly, uh, Jansen Williams, Kurt Lewis, all out. uh, Still for all we know is health injury reasons. They were on the bench, uh, uh, not not dressed in jerseys, but on the bench for the game Tuesday night. But uh, with that being said, there was a new starting lineup in place for EKU. They ended up starting Iron Bennett. Devonte Blanton, Rashard Cru- Cruikshank, Cooper Robb, and Jamaru Brown as their starting five, which means Michael Moreno came off the bench today. Um, but he wasn't even really, you know, he was he was the first guy off the bench. But then Michael Wordy, he got early minutes in this game. Uh, Hunter came in as well. Isaiah, uh, excuse me, not Isaiah. Yes, Isaiah Minter, I apologize, uh, came in the game as well. He was actually the third player off the bench. Uh, in this game and uh you know he he played some interesting minutes some important minutes for EKU as well DJ he came in at 8:44 to go in the first half he played a lot of second half minutes as well played some important again important crunch time minutes played by these bench guys because of the need for more guys to get in and without having you know your leaders like Williams and Beverly and Lewis out there these guys got to step up uh, they had 10 offensive rebounds at the end of the first half, but they only shot 30% from the field, 20% from the three-point line. They only had five assists in the first half as well. Coach talked about this in the postgame press conference. The first half, there was too much one-on-one basketball, not enough team basketball. And so they had to get that fixed, and they did. They went into half down, 33-41, to 41, but they came out in the second half, and it looked like everything was working okay from that point on. They continued to count on important production from Mentor and DJ and Wardy, uh, but Moreno he just couldn't get things to go. He was zero for seven to start the game. He ended the game. Uh, what was it? Three for twelve. Three for fourteen. Michael Moreno ended the game. Uh, just could not get shots to fall. Uh, DJ, by the way, uh, Jackson he he started the game uh, slow. It, it didn't look good in the first half. He came out. Uh, he got beat on defense a couple of times, kind of fumbled the ball a couple of times. But in the second half, he looked much, much better, uh, sharper. He, produc- he produced uh, and, again, played some valuable and important minutes in crunch time for this team. He got better in the second half, which was great to see. Uh, Cooper, Rob, really was the steady hand in this game. It seemed like every time they needed something, Cooper was the one that gave them uh, that. But it was not enough. Um Sean, you know, he played, if you look at the stat line, you'll say, oh, that it wasn't that great. Uh, he was, I'm looking it up, two of nine shooting, two for seven from the three-point line, two rebounds, three assists, uh, two steals. But he really, in my opinion, he was a leader on the floor. He, he was important for this team today, even with the stat line not being great. He played some valuable minutes as well. Uh, there was a technical foul in the second half. It was given to the bench, uh, given to an assistant coach. And uh, that that kind of was the end of it for EKU. At that point, they were still uh, – I think they were down three maybe at that point. And, uh, and then Central Arkansas went on a six- or eight-point run after that. And then they were behind, and they just couldn't quite catch back up again. The referees – and I know I'm a homer to some degree, but the referees were really, really bad – uh, tonight, just several just, you know, deciding to overlook things, but mainly against Central Arkansas. And uh, I think anybody that was there would agree, not a great not a great game for the ASUN refs here in the first ASUN game for EKU. Iron Bennett, who started the game, he didn't play a single second in the second half. Um, they needed a little bit more speed and agility than what Iron could give them. Final score, 79-72 Central Arkansas. Beats EKU to start off the ASUN conference schedule. And uh, I asked Coach at the end, you know, what does this mean for you guys in conference play? How confident are you in the conference? And his response was, this was not the championship game. My, my confidence does not waver uh, on our team. We're here to win the championship. And, um, and so they have to learn and move on from this game as well. Since we're talking about men's basketball, we're going to go ahead and get you the interview with Cooper Rob. We sure appreciate him taking time to come and chat with us. Uh, The interview with Cooper Rob is presented by All Around Roofing right here in Central Kentucky. All Around Roofing, they're a veteran-owned company, and they service just here in Central Kentucky. Uh, Great people that run the company. They are going to give you quality service. And they'll give you a free quote as well. So uh, you're going to reach out to them. We're going to have an ad from later, but you can call the number 859 489 5179. They handle things from the roof, but they also do pretty much exterior on your house anything that you need done, siding, windows, soffits, uh, chimney flashings, gutters, roof repairs, uh, roof replacements, and uh, a lot more. So make sure you give. All Around Roofing, a call, 859-489-5179. They'll come out and give you a free quote. Make sure you let them know you heard from them about the, for, about them from the Sports Stove podcast. And uh, so we're going to learn uh, all about Cooper Robb in the interview presented by All Around Roofing. We are joined now by EKU guard Cooper Robb. Cooper, thanks for being with us.
2: No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, so uh, as of last Friday, uh, going into the Alice Lloyd game, you were uh, sixth in the A-Sun with steals per game. And I started looking through your stats, and uh, I mean, you're, uh, let's see here, eighth all-time in steals in a single game with eight steals. Mm -hmm. Then you led your team last year in steals, as well as uh, were fifth in Conference USA. My question is, uh, do you think that that's something that just, is like naturally God given, or is it something that you had to learn, or that you were taught? Um, kind of playing with that motor, along with playing good enough defense to get steals.
2: Uh, probably mixture of both. You know, just natural ability for having a nose for the ball, and then really just learning how to uh, play the defense, read the defense. Uh, you know, growing up, played football, of course, but you know, free safety, so I can. I can read pretty well. So I think a lot of things, you know, growing up in my life have helped me do that. I've always been kind of like the not really flashy, but, you know, just does the things to win. So taking that into account, you know, it's just what I try and do for my team every night.
0: You played four sports in high school? Three. Three sports. So baseball, football and basketball. Yeah. And uh, of course, you're you're a local kid to some degree in Georgetown as well. Um, what brought you back to, e- the, to the area, to EKU? What brought you here? Uh, what went into that decision uh, of transferring in?
2: Uh, yeah, you know, I was originally at Charlotte for two years. But uh, after that second year, I kind of felt like it was, you know, it wasn't the right fit for me. Uh, still got a whole lot of love for all the people up there, all the coaches. But after, you know, deciding that it, was, it really wasn't the right fit for me, uh, once I hit the transfer portal, uh, Coach Hamilton immediately hit me up. And, you know, coming closer to home to where my parents didn't have to travel much, uh, seeing his style play, having Michael here tell me about how he coaches, uh, made the decision a whole lot easier than I thought it would be. You know, I had a couple other schools that were in that final decision, but the whole time I really think it was always going to be EKU. So really just being able to play closer to home and knowing, knowing what I'm going into.
0: The style really seems to fit you. I mean, you know, a hard nose, fast, constant uh, pressure, all that kind of stuff really plays into what you seem to be gifted in as well. Uh, how how was the transition as far as, um, you know, I mean, I know it's, it's both high level basketball, both places, but when you came in uh, and transitioned into the practice and things like that, how was it different, I guess, at EKU?
2: Uh, I would say the biggest thing was just the uh, tempo. You know, obviously we're a really fast-paced team, usually up in the top five to ten in tempo in the nation. Uh, That and getting my shot to where, you know, I could run up and down the court and still hit shots. You know, I struggled last year at the beginning of the year to hit shots, and it ended up coming to me. But, you know, that conditioning part, you know, we were a slow-paced team up in Charlotte. So I think the biggest transition was really just playing off completely different style of basketball and learning how to, you know, get my body to react to all those new things.
0: I didn't go back and look at the the roster that you played with in North Carolina, but um, this roster that you're, that the team right now at EKU is very veteran. It's a lot of older guys, guys that have seen some big time basketball. How is that, how have you seen that uh, as far as helping you individually, but also as a team, how, how this team has come together with all these veterans?
2: Uh, it kind of makes it easier on the court. You know, everybody um, understands the game. If we, you know, get into a little bit of a drive dry spell, shooting the ball, we kind of, you know, rely on some of the other guys. We know that we know each other's strengths. We know how to play the game. We understand the game. So it kind of makes it easier on all of us. But, yeah, I mean, it really just makes the game easier when you – when you can understand it and people have been in those big games and know how to handle the pressure.
0: You're one of the leaders on the team this year. Uh, you got some young guys on the team too. I uh, think in DJ specifically, cause he's local as well, but um, how have you kind of grown into that leadership role or that mentorship role with the guys that are younger, especially the freshmen?
2: Oh, uh, you know, kind of me and coach talk about it over the, you know, over the summer you know, things I needed to work on. And he, we, I mean, me and him both felt that the next step for me in uh, this program would be to become a leader, not to just the younger guys, but to also the older guys. And, you know, in practice helping DJ and then even some of the, you know, walk-ons and even the newer guys that don't understand the, you know, pressing principles or the defense principles, stuff like that, helping them where I already know it, uh, just perfect it almost. Uh, helping them in any way I can. That's kind of the role I've taken on that me and coach just knew that was the next step.
0: Do you want to uh, continue playing after EKU? Do you want to go into coaching? Do you have other plans? Well, I guess, what are your plans for after after EKU?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I would definitely like to keep playing uh, at a higher level. Uh, if that opportunity is there, I would definitely take it. Uh, but if, you know, things don't work out, uh, I'm a criminal Criminal justice major. I'm actually about to start grad school in the spring, and hopefully finish that up by the next year after that. So, uh, you know, long term goal there would possibly be the FBI, but you know, multiple steps before that, uh, whatever route that may be.
0: Yeah, great. Um, conference plays getting ready to start. Coach just talked about the importance of being ready come conference time. Obviously there've been some games already this season that you guys would like to have back, but uh, what does matter is conference play. And do you yeah. feel like the team's ready for, for what's ahead starting Tuesday night, this episode airs Wednesday night. So we already know the, the result when people listen to this, but conference play starts Tuesday night. Uh, is the team ready for it?
2: Uh, I think we are, you know, we got a couple guys down still, uh, but you know, we had a couple, we had a good week of practice coming back from break. Uh, rough one here and there but uh i think all the guys are handling everything well uh just knowing what's uh what's ahead what's at stake you know if we finish topping top in the conference then we get all these conference games and the tournament at home so Hmm. i think everybody's fighting for that and we know what's at stake
0: how much growth is left for the team
2: Uh, i actually think there's a lot of growth left uh you know we there's a lot of things to clean up coach Talks about it every day, talking, you know, really just the small things that we need to tweak up and just really perfect that will take us to a whole nother height. So, you know, doing the smaller things that you can you can control and at the, you know, big things that are really out of your out of your reach. Once we do those, I think this team can go to a new height
0: do you think that I mean you never want guys to be out um, but you've got some some important guys that are out right now do you think this is good for the other guys that are now stepping in, into these roles playing some bigger minutes and things like that especially going into conference play getting this under their belt now um, and growing together as a deeper unit i guess
2: yeah of course I mean you never know especially later on you never know what's gonna what's gonna go on in the uh you know in the locker room and the – really just in the world. So having these guys step up and, you know, having that next up mentality with, you know, DJ and, you know, Rick, who's, you know, struggled with a couple injuries on his leg this year, but, uh, you know, having them step up and play bigger minutes and play a bigger role in these next couple of games, it will be huge for us down the stretch when everything's clicking and we can just throw in 10 guys, 11 guys, whenever somebody gets tired or if somebody gets in the foul trouble or whatnot.
0: All right. I'm going to close out the interview with uh, five quick questions for you. have nothing to do with basketball. Uh, Question number one, just to get to know you a little bit. uh, What's your favorite movie?
2: Favorite movie. Uh, Actually, I consider, I I think I have two. Uh, They would be Shawshank Redemption and Shutter Island, actually.
0: Okay. Uh, Your favorite singer.
2: Favorite singer. Is this considered rap artist? Sure. Uh, I would probably say little baby he's my favorite all okay. this right now
0: okay uh your favorite ice cream flavor
2: chocolate without a doubt chocolate.
0: uh your favorite food
2: favorite food uh, I'd have to go I would have to go chicken
0: chicken any yeah. kind of chicken are you like a chick-fil-a guy a uh, uh I was gonna say churches they don't have churches around here um Popeyes that's the other one around here canes yeah. all that kind of stuff
2: yeah I would really any chicken, any chicken spot, you know, you can, you can switch it up however you want, you know, chicken nuggets, chicken sandwich, chicken tenders, whatever you want to do. So.
0: Just chicken. All right. Uh, last one. If you could have dinner with any person, past or present, dead or alive, doesn't matter. Uh, who would it be?
2: Hmm. I've never thought about this and I see it everywhere. Uh, <laughs> maybe honestly, I'd probably go LeBron right now.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it'd be an interesting conversation. Ahead.
2: Touching in on his, uh, you know, IQ and the things he knows, and in basketball and outside of basketball, you know, things like that. So,
0: definitely awesome, Cooper Rob. He's uh, technically a junior uh, at EKU this year, and uh, now I maybe I shouldn't ask this. Maybe I should. I don't know. Are you? Uh, you got two years of eligibility left, or this yep. year and next year? For
2: this year and next year, yes.
0: Okay. Awesome. Okay. Uh, well, Cooper, it's been great, uh, cheering you on. Uh, you've been a blast to watch. You're definitely leading the team and, uh, your, your effort goes noticed. I know coach talks about it, but the fans notice it too. So, uh, thank you for what you do for the program and we're looking forward to conference play ahead.
2: Of course. Thank you.
0: Again, thank you to Cooper. Rob. We sure appreciate him taking the time to come and chat with us, excited about what he brings to this team. And uh, he really has been the steady force for this team. And, you know, you've got guys that, that maybe score more. You've got guys that maybe get more rebounds. You don't have guys that steal the ball more. But uh, nonetheless, he brings in a veteran presence, a steady hand, and uh, the most consistent player on the team as of right now. Uh, the men go now Saturday. They, they travel to Bellarmine. Uh, they've got actually two straight road games next Tuesday. They'll have North Alabama there in Alabama as well before they return home Saturday the 15th to face off against Jacksonville State uh, as they come to town uh, there. Then they'll have, I guess, three home games in a row. Then Lipscomb follows that one. North Florida follows the Lipscomb game before they go back on the road. And uh, so, you know, Bellarmine will not be an easy game. Bellarmine is going to be a very tough battle for Eastern Kentucky, but I know that they're going to do everything they can to fix the mistakes of today and to get better for tomorrow. Uh, Not literally tomorrow, by the way. Uh, Anyways, uh, great interview with Cooper. Sure appreciate that. And uh, looking forward to what's ahead for this team in conference play. When we come back, we're going to talk EKU women's basketball. We've got a great guest, Brie Crittenden, comes on and joins us as well. But first, let's hear from our sponsors. .com. That's myipm.com. Hey, friends, it's Vince Stover, host of the Sports Stove Podcast and the Sports Stove Local Hour. Let me tell you about All Around Roofing. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a veteran-owned company servicing Madison County and Central Kentucky from roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashing, and more. All-Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today at 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All-Around Roofing. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by IPM Pest and Termite, Central Kentucky's Neighborhood Pest Professionals. Make sure you visit them at myipm.com to see how they can help you with all your pest needs. If you live in Central Kentucky, make sure you get a hold of them. Myipm.com. Let them know you heard about them from the Sports Stove local hour. Now moving on to the EKU women's basketball as Wednesday night. They have their first A-Sun battle against Central Arkansas as well. Central Arkansas comes into the game 4-6. and Eastern Kentucky is 7-6. and as well. So they're getting excited and getting ready for their first ASUN game ever. And uh, hopefully you can make it out. I will not be able to be there on Wednesday evening. Um, I have church and for some reason, I feel like that's where I should be on Wednesday night. So I'm going to be there, uh, but uh, looking forward to what's ahead for the EKU women. And uh, we had a great conversation with freshman Bree Crittenden to talk about uh, her season so far and the ASUN conference schedule ahead as well, so we're going to bring you the interview with Brie Crittenden. This interview is brought to you by All Around Roofing. We sure appreciate All Around Roofing jumping on to uh, to help and support this podcast so that we can bring you uh, great quality EKU coverage. All Around Roofing, again, they can help you with all your exterior home needs, uh, from roofing repairs to replacement to gutters, chimneys, uh, siding, all kinds of other things. They truly are great people that you will not be disappointed by the service by All Around Roofing. So make sure uh you do reach out to them and uh and again make sure that you let them know that IPM Pest and termites sent you or not IPM and Pest Internite and <laughs> the Sports dope Podcast sent you. Call all around roofing at 859-489-5179. Now the interview with Bree Crittenden. Joining us now is EKU guard Bree Crittenden. Bree, thanks for being with us. We sure appreciate it.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: All right, let's get started with uh, this. Your move to the starting lineup. I was looking at uh, these games early in the year. In the first six games, you played a total of 35 minutes. And uh, now the last three games, you've played over 32 minutes in every game. You're in the starting lineup. Is there something for you that changed? Or did the coaches finally wake up to who Bree is?
1: Um, I think what changed is my work ethic and practice. Hmm. Um, I find like it kind of was a hard adjustment from high school to college. So I think once I got pretty comfortable, I just started working harder and finally it showed.
0: Well, let me dive a little deeper if you don't mind into that. Because, you know, if uh, other high schoolers are listening right now and they're planning on playing at the next level, what what is it that, uh, you know, I mean, obviously the talent level is a little different uh, with as far as who you're practicing with and things like that. But what is it that helped you finally make that that jump forward that you needed?
1: Um, I would say leaning on my seniors a little bit. They kind of helped me get comfortable with the game because every team is faster, bigger and stronger. Mm. And so, yeah, I just think leaning on my teammates, helping them, get, them giving me like positive crit- criticism. Mm. And I think that helped me a lot.
0: It seems like those, the especially the seniors, they are very positive. I mean, just watching them during the game with you guys, because you have a relatively young team, uh, but you've got some really solid veterans like Bria and Jayla that that are getting a lot of playing time right now. And I know um, uh, Al- Al- Aliyah, Al- Aliyah, Aliyah is – yeah, Ilya. Sorry, I always, I'm always i always afraid to say her name because I'm always going to say it wrong. But anyways, um, and we had Bria on the show a few weeks back and everything, and just very, very positive. That's, mm-hmm. that's always a, a nice way to have it, as opposed to them screaming down your throat, actually trying to encourage you to help you get better. And, you know, your coaching staff's interesting, too. I mean, you've got, you know, some talent, uh, former talent on the the bench Mm -hmm. as well, uh, some some older voices as well as some younger voices on there. Um, When you were choosing where to go and where to play, what kind of brought you to EKU? What was the ultimate thing that brought you here?
1: Well, I committed probably two years ago. That's when Coach Sam was in office. And um, at first it was her mostly, but... After, like, she left, I just realized, like, I love the campus. I It's very close to home for me. It's only an hour and 20, so that's really helpful. Um, and I also just like the positive energy. Even two years ago with some of the older teams, like, the energy was great, and I loved it, and that's where I wanted to be.
0: That's awesome. When you have that change at coach, uh, we talked with a lot of football players this year, and they came in after – coach Wells was hired, or They came in before coach Wells was hired and they're carried over those kinds of things. And for you guys, and I, you know, we talked with Bria about coach different coach almost every year and those mm-hmm. kinds of things as well. But as a recruiter, I'm always interested to kind of find out how do they hold you? How do they keep you kind of a deal? Mm-hmm. Coach Todd is a very, um, from what I see quiet, he was a little bit more animated at your last game, but, um, mm-hmm. in a positive way, I think, but, um, how, how, do you like his characteristics, his, uh, um, the way that he does things as far as – from what I see, quieter.
1: Um. Well, in high school, I was used to, like, a more energetic coach. But I realized I kind of like his coaching style. Like, playing a lot of players attire out the other team, I think it's very helpful for us. Um, but mostly him as a person. Like, he's – at first he was very hard to talk to, but <laughs> now – We're kind of getting closer and I just, I really like his coaching style now that I'm like playing more and I just think it really helps the team.
0: Can you guys hear him on the court? He seems like I hear, as I watch him, you'll call out plays and things and I, I wonder if anybody can hear him.
1: Um, here and there, sometimes the bench has to help a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, you guys have conference play coming up. Uh, Obviously, you're, I mean, this is your first year here. So you're, uh, what's the first time for the school to be in the ASUN, anyhow? Mm -hmm. Uh, Coach Todd keeps talking about how he loves the way that the team matches up with the conference. So, Mm -hmm. what is it that uh, you guys are preparing for with a little bit of a change now as we get into conference play? Mm -hmm. uh, What are you guys seeing that's ahead of you with the ASUN?
1: Um, Just there. We really haven't looked past like the teams we're going to play yet. So, we just, we're looking at the size comparisons and we're just looking at our transition and boxing out and just playing EKU basketball. Really.
0: When the season started, it seemed like you were coming in basically as a defensive sub, mm-hmm. uh, you come in and do defensive possessions and then they would bring in someone else as a shooter or whatever. Then it all of a sudden, and I'm sure the coaching staff and your teammates already knew this, but we, as fans found out, Hey, she can score. <laughs> and, uh, um, was there was there a confidence boost outside of practice, or is practice really just the thing that kind of got you going?
1: Um, I think talk, talking with Coach Matt, we just had, like, some one-on-one training, and I think, like, his talking, like, we're really close, so his talking to me really co- boosted my confidence a lot and just getting multiple shots in every single day just really helped my shot.
0: When uh, this team came together, it kind of came together late uh, because of the coaching changes and things like that. And you guys have a, an interesting variety of players on, on the roster. You've got uh, foreign players, you have veteran players, you have young players, you have transfers, um, all those kinds of things. How long did it take for you guys to really come together? Have you come together? I, I think you have. But uh, yeah. how long did that take and, and uh, how much has that grown since you guys first got on campus?
1: Um, Well, starting in summer, it was kind of just like a group here, a group there. But I feel like after the first couple of games, we started getting to know each other, how each other plays, what our strengths and weaknesses are. So I feel like after like the fourth or fifth game, we started clicking a little bit more.
0: Coach talked about the need for best basketball be played in conference play? You guys kind of, I mean, you want to win all the games, but leading up to the new year, it was making sure that everything was clicking. So going into conference play, are you guys there or is there still a little ways to go?
1: Um, I feel like we're almost there, but I feel like we just have some things like we need to touch up on. Um, I feel like here and there we have spurts Mm. and I just feel like our communication and transition and rebounding just need to improve a little bit more. But I feel like we'll be, be ready to roll once conference hits.
0: You know, the men's basketball, they have the the kind of got the mantra, the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. I have thoroughly enjoyed the the ladies' games as much as the men's games so far this season. <laughs> I think that's a shout out to you guys and how well you guys are playing and we see the growth and the energy and you guys bring it uh, throughout the whole game, which is awesome to watch. All right. I'm going to close out the interview with just some uh, questions to get to know you. We did this with some guests recently. I liked it. So we're going to carry it over uh, here in the new year for the, for our show as well. Uh, so just real quick, first thing that comes to mind, uh, five things for you. Number one, your favorite movie.
1: Uh, War Horse. I'm a a horse person. So, (laughs) yeah, it just, I always love that movie.
0: Okay. I've never seen that one. I've seen the advertisements and stuff, never watched that one. Um, Your favorite
1: 15 times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Your favorite singer?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm a country fan, so Morgan Wallen.
0: Okay. Uh, Your favorite ice cream flavor?
1: Basic, but vanilla.
0: Vanilla. You're the second person that said that. That surprises <laughs> me. Um, your favorite food?
1: Well, my parents own a pizza restaurant, so it's, I got to say pizza.
0: All right. Okay. And that's in Union?
1: Uh, Yeah. Florence, Kentucky.
0: Florence. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, so make sure you go visit the Crittenden's and get some pizza <laughs> if you're up there. Um, If you could have dinner with one person, past or present, dead or alive, doesn't matter, anybody ever, uh, who would you have dinner with?
1: Devin
2: Booker.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Your age is showing. My age is showing because I think of things like Theodore Roosevelt and those kinds of things. (laughs) Uh, I want to come back to your vanilla ice cream real quick, though. Uh, Do you like to do like uh, toppings and stuff like that on your vanilla ice cream or are you just just plain vanilla?
1: It depends on the mood. Sometimes, sometimes at all. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Uh, Bree, she is a freshman guard this year and the basketball team has moved into the starting lineup and is contributing uh, greatly all across the board for EKU this season. And uh, good luck moving forward. We're excited about conference play coming up and excited to see where this team goes uh, in not just this year, but in the years to come as well.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, too.
0: Thank you, Bree, for coming on and joining us, sir. Appreciated your time uh, and your willingness to take time to chat with us today as well. EKU women again face off Wednesday night against Central Arkansas at home. Then they have two road games, uh, Bellarmine on Saturday, North Alabama next Wednesday. And then uh, they'll be home for three straight as well. Jacksonville State, Lipscomb and North Florida all make their way to Richmond, Kentucky uh, here as well. Coach Todd. You know, we've talked about this pretty much all season with him, the importance of being ready for conference play. And the concern that he has and that I have and that probably most of the EKU fans have is the offense. The defense has played pretty well. They've done a good job sticking with people. Coach Todd thinks they match up well against the, the, the conference teams, but they've got to find shooting, consistent shooting or consistent scoring uh, as well. And, uh, you know, his team, of a mixture of veteran and young uh, ladies, along with the uh, mixed talent that's there, a lot of potential on this team. Uh, Coach Todd had success at his other stops, and we expect them to have success at EKU, and he expects success this year even. He, he understands where they are, but they are excited about what's ahead for the team. So we are, too, and looking forward to the EKU women's basketball getting back at it here in the conference play. All right, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share, review, all that good stuff. Let others know about this episode that if you think that they would enjoy, that they love EKU sports, or maybe uh, if they like or love Bree or Cooper, uh, share the episode to make sure that they know about it and they can hear it as well. We'll continue to bring you as, as good a coverage as we possibly can every Wednesday right here in the sports stove local hour. We do have another episode each week. It's called just the sports stove podcast. You found in the same place you found this podcast. And, uh, my dad joins me for those conversations. We talk all general sports conversation, uh, news opinion, all those sorts of things. Usually we air Thursday night live on Facebook, YouTube and Colorcast. And then the audio is given in podcast form following that episode. So make sure you tune into that as well. You can follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. That's at Sports Stove. And uh, follow us there for opinions and other things concerning EKU sports and other sports as well. Thank you to IPM Pest and Termite and All Around Roofing for their support of this program. Please support those that support us. Thank you for tuning in today. We'll talk to you again soon. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. Kenny looks, sets in the pocket, throws open receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.